bit fluffy for you, isn't it? It is. It's a whole thing. <laughs> I've gone. I had to go fluff this week because it's been cold. It is. It is pretty cold. It is. Much colder than when it was snowing. Vic said that. Uh, I, th- I thought yeah. that's got to be bullshit, but it does feel colder. It is colder. It's weird, yeah, well, I, I mean, I haven't measured it. But, like, yeah, it's been... You've used your bone thermometer. Yeah, my my hands don't work more. So, yeah, so I went full fluff. I went online and just bought all the fluff. Fair enough. And then I was like, I'm just going to get in touch with my... Is this my feminine side? Yeah. Do you do dressing gowns? I don't know. Um, uh, I mean, I got one, but it does feel wrong. Yeah. It does feel... Did a dressing gown for your stag do, I think. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. I thought you'd like dressing gowns. It's like, smart casual. <laughs> Round the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Christmas party worthy. Uh, no, you, well, sometimes. Sometimes. But again, I'm quite... Uh, finding one that fits and that is of good quality is always odd. Mm. So I managed to get one that kind of fits, that's as soft and fluffy as this is. Right. But yeah, it was so cold. It got very, very cold. So I, was, I, I bought a load of fleece. Yeah. Apparently this is fleece. So yeah, wearing my warm shit. Basket. Warm shit, drinking wine and waking up at 4pm. Oh. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> life sure grand? Not, not sure. I, I feel weird seeing you drink now. It's odd. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a drink drink, is it? It's just having a glass of wine. But yeah. What I was trying to think, like I think um, this whole isolation stuff has reached a new level of yeah. like of uh, further length, I guess. As in, it 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 it's reached the point in the in the isolation now where this is when the apocalyptic messages start to like ring true. You got like, <laughs> oh, the schools are closing. Uh, oh, we're going to extend the closing of the of the schools, and we, we've stopped training doctors and nurses because can't do face-to-face training anymore so yeah just slowly everything and, uh, fades yeah <laughs> all the things that you love we're gonna push that back till september about september seems right for the things that you love um <laughs> <laughs> what do people love it's being pushed back uh, Bongo? or th- there's there's been there's been speculation it, in Marston. the commons um that they won't be reopening pubs until commons. september so that's good if you want that entire industry to just die. <laughs> what a weird thing to discuss in the comments. Yeah. Oh, well, when's the pub opening up? I don't know, September? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair enough. What? Shouldn't it be open when things are safe? No, September. Yeah. All right. <laughs> guess they've yeah. got a lot on their mind to talk about. Uh, yeah, pubs and pubs. I haven't been to a pub in a while. <laughs> I haven't been to a pub for a, nearly a year, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Not that I was did a you, big so pub Did you, you didn't, yeah. No, because even when they were last open, you weren't allowed to really see friends. So you could have gone on your own, but. Oh, yeah. Well, I think last time, I can't even remember when it was, but yeah, I went to a pub in Leeds, I think. Mm-hmm. That was my last pub. What was your last pub, Steve? Isn't it? Good banter. <laughs> yeah, Good yeah, yeah. Room talk. It was pre, uh, it was pre Christmas lockdown. Um, did I go? We might. 
we might have snuck one in on the Christmas week. I can't remember. Were the pubs open? No, they I weren't, were they? You snuck into one anyway. Snuck in, broke in. Yeah. Um, no, it was, so it would have been it would have been November. Uh, mine was like uh, yeah, more than a year ago. Yeah, I think for a pub pub, for a pub pub. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, episode two two six. We started it by drinking and missing socialising in pubs. I guess mm. uh, we're on YouTube. If you're just listening to us, uh, give a look at our faces and send us some hate comments. Uh, it's been cold. I've written that as a note. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had to in order to address the jumper. So, yeah, yeah. Because I do. F- it does feel this is very much a sensitive jumper. I it's, think. Well, I, d- I don't. I don't know. It's it's just out of character in that it's not a t-shirt. This is true. It's not a band shirt, I guess. It's just warmer. Yeah. So Started to appreciate like, the warmth. Yeah. It's like in the summer when you wear like I don't know. Just one day you'll be feeling a bit more arrogant than normal, and you'll be you'll wear like beige trousers. Like oh, that's yeah. weird. mix it up. <laughs> what's what's he planning? What's going on? Golf. Yeah, it's been a weird, been weird, weird, weird all week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sensitive jumpers and uh, yeah, sleeping patterns are screwed again. But uh, one, yeah, different. Mixing up the meds. Yeah, mixing up the medications and the diets and the stuff like that. But Did yeah, you... at the moment, I'm sleeping during the day. You managed to get back on your prescriptions. Uh, maybe I got a, I got an ominous text from a hospital which I haven't had for a while. <laughs> like uh, like, but the the chemist or the pharmacy that I went to still doesn't know what's going on. But I got a text from a hospital saying uh, we've sent your prescription somewhere. It's like, oh okay, <laughs> why are you, you know, why are you texting me? Like, is, is this something new? So I, I'm going to go pick up a surprise prescription. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, Do you know where? Which will be fun. No. Uh, I'm just going to hunt for it. Mm. Oh, that's what I was going to hunt you for sport. But I didn't know if you'd be up for it. <laughs> I thought like in, in, in lockdown, I don't know whether like either we hunt something for sport or like it becomes some kind of like, I think this is what led into the aggression, the aggressive Olympics mm. was just like, it would just be quite funny to, because the streets are probably pretty quiet. Yeah. Parks may be a bit busy, but you could probably do something outside and hunt it. But then I didn't know how to film it. And then you'd have to maintain, yeah, I suppose you'd have to maintain a distance. Or you could just follow my tracks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's just like packets of used bovril just uh, laying around. Yeah. It's been a while since anyone's hunted somebody for sports, I'm assuming. Yeah. Big, Big game hunters and human hunters probably had to take a break during lockdown, right? Yeah, I feel like it happens somewhere. It must happen somewhere. Like, yeah. it must legitimately happen somewhere. That concept yeah. doesn't people exist must, like, for no reason. People as well. Yeah, and people are Battle fucking right, yeah. mental. Yeah. People just reach a point where they're like, fuck it. Hunt. Let's, let's either hunt for sport or I want to be hunted for sport. Yeah, and they'll reason with to, it. Uh, oh, I've got to kill something. Well, I'm just going to stay here in lockdown. Yeah. Might as well go to the Philippines and... Hunt Mildred. <laughs> go, Mildred, go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've written discus. Um, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, no, because a while ago we were talking about like some kind of physical competition, right? Yeah, yeah. We do like a marathon. Then you were like, let's swim the channel. Swim, and, like, yeah, so no, it cost like that. four grand. Not in January. Yeah, so there's like, nah. But then I, I get like, 
a discus javelin. But like, mm. not javelin is in let's throw it over a field. I feel like javelin darts or spear throwing. Probably I guess more. could it? it it's got to be something. something that it's got to be something that is either endurance or skill. Because if it's just sheer strength, I'm gonna lose. I don't know. Well, well, well what? I mean, just spear throwing is probably quite skillful, isn't it? I mean, yeah, but we both we both at the zero skill level, so you'll win. Yeah. Because we're both at zero. We're, we're both, both at zero, nothing. so yeah. it's just going to be down to not who can throw it better, but who can throw it further. Like it's it's just going to be strength. Well, you got a spin, didn't you? Spinning skillful. I don't. I don't know. That's a, that's also a thing. I'm, you you can already throw a football. That's kind of like you can do the I whole mean, spin throw long thing. Time ago. Uh, you can juggle more. Maybe juggle a discus. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. You can juggle three things. I can't juggle three things. Mm. Let's have some more wine. Only for a minute. Well, one, it all just one falls minute apart. discus juggle. Yeah. 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 So yeah, weird old week. Weird old week. Yeah. Need to sort my sleeping out again. Wonder if I'm just destined to be out of sync. It is I'm like channel four plus one. <laughs> but I'm like plus twelve. Plus twelve, yeah. It is odd. Yeah. Like I texted you this morning and it was like it was the it was the most I've gotten out of you via text or whatever for a while. Like you seemed energetic. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm gonna go to bed. I'm like, All right. <laughs> yeah. Let's fuck it. Let's throw the let's throw discus. That's the competition we need. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I was wide awake, so I had to go to had to properly go to sleep. And then mm. I was like, oh, I guess I got to wake up in the afternoon now. I was gonna like power through the whole day, and that never really works anymore. No, like but it's you can doable, have... but I'm just not a real person. But you can you can do it on bare minimum. So like, if you f- mm. if you were gonna do it today, for example, you could have been like, okay, I'm I just. I'd need some sleep. You could have had like two hours or something, just enough to yeah. kind of pull you over that peak and then power through the rest. And you probably have been all right, and then you could have gone to sleep at nine or whatever. Oh, it did. Yeah, I got like three hours sleep, and then I couldn't find my phone with the alarm on it, so I went back to sleep. <laughs> and then my alarm went off. I couldn't find it. So I think I got used to having a smart home, so I just kind of declared to my bedroom a snooze for 30 minutes. <laughs> And then it just, it, it didn't. I, did, I snoozed for like an hour and a half. Oh. So, yeah, I overslept, overslept the podcast. Mm. But yeah, energy, energy, let's get energised. Alive. What, what gives you more energy than wine, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't make you yeah, woozy and relaxed. All right, all right, all right. Mm. Um, I had some cool ideas. I, I had a bit of a spur of creativity to do. I mean, I didn't do anything, but I had yeah. the idea, right, of uh, doing some more filming type stuff. Doing some more writing type stuff. I think that's definitely uh, the play yeah. to make. But there's no there's no venue really. I guess you could record stuff to purely to upload to YouTube to then watch privately. Yeah. But I want to do stuff to play on the podcast again, to be honest. Right, okay. Even if it's like short five, seven second things. Yeah. I think that'd be quite that'd be quite fun. But there's it feels like there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a wall with the uh with the over the internet type stuff but people do do it I think yeah I was trying to look into ways to kind of like produce this better over the internet by by better I just mean mm. to be able to integrate the shit that we used to like playing yeah. sounds and stuff I just everyone's just like oh well we record all the voices and then you see we've got this 
audio editor that we got. It's like, I know what fucking Ooh. editing is, you pricks. Like, I, just, I <laughs> yeah. wanted, I, I'm on about, like, live production. Like, how do you do that shit? Like, yeah. there's... It's all just inputs and outputs and getting things the right way around and shit, but, like, there's got to be, like, just a simple way to set it up. I reckon there's um Well, I was thinking... I was watching the Eric Andre show again, which is just amazing. Mm. But uh, that kind of format of... Have, that's, the, that's the only format that could kind of work, is is to have... If it was to be kind of like a talk showy kind of thing, talking with other people, it would be much better if they were incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> it's true. You know what I mean, like it's yeah. it's like I, I don't think I don't think I can have a serious conversation with many people. Really, mm. it would have to be something weird or something surreal or something silly at least. Yeah. So it's like, but then just having the fun of productiony stuff of the "We'll be right back when a bear attacks." Yeah. You know? All that kind of stuff. I, I think that could be kind of There's fun. a certain thing. Weird. There's a certain thing about being an interviewer, which is like, it's weird. I respect people that do it well, but then there's a lot of people where I'm just like, I, like, I appreciate this person that you're speaking to, kind of like giving me this information and everything. But like, I don't like the fact that it's filtered through you and your stupid questions. Like, what makes you better than anyone else? You know what I mean? Like, fuck you, Parkinson. <laughs> Well, no, like end with your chair. someone like that is like that's that's legitimate. Like that he's someone that's kind of like proven himself in his and his ability to kind of bring stuff out in people. And I think these days the same goes with Rogan. But like when I see like late night hosts and stuff, I think maybe beyond Conan, like I just see a bunch of people interjecting their own opinions, their own views of the world, as opposed to kind of like bringing something out of the person that they're speaking to i've got no i've got i've just got no time for that like i don't i don't yeah. that's not why i care about seeing someone interviewed well that's a, that's a podcast isn't it like i think podcasts have at least opened people up to genuine conversations mm. and like having a because like, some of the best podcasts that i've listened to have been like people that i haven't really I've been a fan of in terms, even if it's like comedy wise, but then hearing them talk for an hour and a half with somebody that they already know about sort of passion, a, a topic that they're passionate about. You go, well, this is very different than a 10 minute condensed yeah. late night performance. Yeah. And it's just, I, I, I think I've just gotten fatigued from it over the last four years. Like how many times have I had, do, do, do we have to put up with fucking Jimmy Kimmel crying and it going viral? Like yes. I Stop I just crying. I just don't care. I don't I don't care what these people think. There's mm. it's it's another version of being a celebrity for the sake of being a celebrity. You just you just started talking and now you're famous because you speak to other famous people. Yeah. Like that's pretty I'm much it. <laughs> now you're crying. And, and now you're crying it. because and and it's because of your fucking you've you've turned what used to be a show about extracting information from people that people care about into a fucking platform to talk about politics again, like we need and a fucking another one. Promoting movies, I guess. Are movies still being made? Um, I know Tom Cruise got into some hassle, right? Because he was like, "Stop shaking hands, you pricks." Yeah, it seems. It seems like it's like. It depends who buy and where like it depends what state people are in some shows are still coming out a lot of them have been delayed and then movies is like even even more like so in two like, years time there'll just be nothing on at this well 
Wasn't it one of the cinemas doesn't exist anymore? Or like pissed off Warner Brothers or Universal? Yeah, and they were like, well, we're not going to play your movies anymore. Like, all right. (laughs) That's kind of what we were gunning for. Like, yeah, because they were like, we're just going to sell them ourselves. Like, oh, well, this just makes everything so much easier. Yeah. Because now we don't owe you anything. Hipster projectors. Yeah. And there probably were already projectors for hipsters, I guess. Yeah. Like, um, again. Kind of a writer's strike, but the globe. The globe is on strike. Everything, like yeah, like if it's if it's not if it's not considered vital, um, mm. yeah. But like, I mean, like live 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 music and stuff. Like those people think of it as like the guys that are on stage. It's like, oh, the bands will be fine. They got loads of money. It's like, well, no, a lot of them don't. A lot of them made money because like like through touring alone, and mm. they live from paycheck to paycheck from that, the same as anyone else. Um, but like what about the roadies, the, yeah, the sound guys and the lighting guys, the fucking bar staff at the venues because those venues have like even when the pubs opened, they never opened. Like there was mm. like all, all all those guys, like just hundreds and thousands and thousands of people in an industry that's just everybody's just been like, no, we don't, we this isn't vital. Like, oh, my job isn't vital, my family isn't vital. Okay, um, we'll just we'll just go away for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the kind of the survival of the fittest, right? I mean, like, archaeologists, they're not vital, are they? Yeah. Everything that they've done, they're doing was done thousands of years ago. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. They're just yeah. doing it again. Yeah. And, Digging up this corpse. And the it. reaction, the, the the conservative reaction is the same as it always is, which is like, well, you know, uh, that's like retrain, pull yourself up by your bootstraps or whatever, but it's like, uh, that's that's a kind of a dumb response, like oh yeah, like I definitely mean, in, in terms of leadership. I understand uh, with I understand the something point, else. Yeah, I understand the point of like do what you need to now to survive. Like that should always be everybody's instinct. You should not be, um, you should not be of the attitude where you have to rely on people for handouts because one day, like now, that person's not going to be there and you're going to be stuck. Um, which sucks, but that's kind of how it is for everybody. Um, so you have to be prepared mm. to support yourself. But like, I, like, so you should be prepared to kind of like get a temporary job, like stacking shelves or just what the fuck ever. But there's only so many of those jobs going about. You can't just empty entire industries into other people's supermarkets. Can stack someone else's shelves. <laughs> yeah. Renegade, renegade shelving. Well, now all there is to do is supermarkets. So but we just need more supermarkets thing. and everybody can work there. <laughs> well, loads of people, people are running out of things to talk about, right? I yeah. mean, like, because it's the same thing. What have you been up to? Nothing. Mm. Okay. Let's do something else. I mean, I saw, I think, I want to come up with a term for this because I'm still trying to figure out what it is that I... What's my character? As in, if you were to sum up my anger with people, I wonder how you would do it. And one of the ways last week was Disney put a child lock on a couple of shows, a couple of its films. I think it was Dumbo, Peter Pan, and and maybe another. Oh, because it had, like, they've got controversial racial shit in it. Yeah, which they've had, you know, a lot of the uh, one Disney film that was blacklisted years ago was Songs of the South. Yeah, 
which was like a, a film that I watched a lot as a kid. I thought it was quite funny. Um, but it was all about a slave plantation. So mm. it was all like, oh, look how happy these slaves are at this plantation. Oh, this yeah. is a bit awkward, isn't it? Yeah. But like um, all the morning, I saw a morning talk show, which is always, this is a weird medium anyway, but furious because they were like, why are you censoring these 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 films? They should be used as a milestone to 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 describe the era before and that's how you learn from your mistakes you should uh, sit down and have a conversation with your child about why you shouldn't be using the term red skin as, as peter pan does mm. that kind of thing and you go well i mean you're arguing against you're arguing what disney did right in terms of you should watch this with your parents so yeah. that you can have a conversation they weren't editing it out and not releasing it it's like no, it's released, but you need to, there's there's complex themes in here that need to be explored. So don't watch it on your own as a five year old because you might think that Redskins is well, a socially accepted term. The thing is, so is they like, were arguing like even e- even all the outrage around that. The majority of people that watch that film or any of these films will will whose kids want to watch it, they will just. Be, be like hey hey mom it's not working they'll come in and be like oh yeah because the child lot thing oh, it's only peter pan and then they'll just unlock it and let them watch it and then leave them alone like they're not going to sit and watch it with them because someone yeah, so else the, thinks it's racist like so they're most arguing people against but they're arguing to have the conversation with their kids and as you say i think they don't want to talk to their kids they just want to be like just put it on. I'll put in the code. Fuck it. I'll tell my child no, the code. The, what I'm saying is, is that is that it's a very small minority saying that people should arguing for people to have the conversation with their kids or or arguing for it to be locked. Like this mm. conversation is only being ha- had by a very thin slither of society. The rest of us don't care. Well, see, it's, it's, it, that's what my, my point no. is. There's nothing to talk about, so people are trying to yeah. find anything, and you go like, I don't think anybody cares. But you trying to care doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, why are, you, why are you talking about this in the first place? Because as you say, nobody cares. But like, the fact that you're trying to, you're arguing as if it's there's something else, as if they've edited it out. I mean, I've said before that like Simpsons episodes that have been edited as in cut parts seems strange. Mm. Because I, I also agree with the, well, it should that you shouldn't try and rewrite what's happened in the past or shows that happened in the past. I mean, what was that? There was like loads of 70s TV shows about a fat man punching his wife, right? There were like, there were loads of those. They were really popular. Yeah. And it's like, well, you don't just pretend it never happened. You're just like, no, this is how things were looked at in the past. And you kind of learn from it. And that then people were trying to desperately make that argument about Peter Pan. It's like, no, they've just said... If the if they're sensitive subjects, you should watch it with an adult, which is kind of the same for everything. I mean, you can't watch Die Hard as a five year old without raising some questions. <laughs> no, like there's two FBI agents named Johnson. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got big questions on this. But yeah, it's reached another. I think it's reached the, the lockdown has reached kind of another phase of just like nothing has happened for so long that now we need to attack Neverland. Yeah, although leave leave that crocodile with a clock alone. Yeah, there is all the all all the uh, the GameStop shit that was kicking off that that is still kicking off. Have you followed that? Haven't followed it, but I've seen like bits and bobs. I think what the most controversial thing is that the 
Robin Hood apparently stopped private traders but yeah. allowed public traders, which yeah. is like a ex- extremely strange thing to do because the only person that benefits is the public traders. Yeah, well, it's it's because it's a company that um, that that made its that that's whose selling point was that we're there to help the little guy. But however, we actually make quite a lot of money off the little guy via the big guy. So don't fuck with the big guy. It's like, well, yeah. you you called Robin Hood, like yeah. <laughs> it's it's the whole thing is is in the name. Like you take the money from them and you give it to me, like, um, and it's it's just I don't know. It's just it's just funny. It's it the whole thing is just kind of exposed what stock stock what stock the stock market is which is horseshit like mm. it's just i can't remember who said it but I, I i feel like i've heard it from rogan or something like that but it's it's just the stock market is just a graph of that follows rich people's emotions like it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's just i'm in the mood for bagels bagel stock rises yeah so. <laughs> yeah and it is it and it, it's it's it can be manipulated and people have found out how to manipulate it. And, and this, it's kind of a thing of like, well, you can't put the genie back in the bottle now. Mm. Like it's just going to keep happening unless you either regulate the whole thing and stop these people and like stop the game, like stop these people making like billions and billions of dollars every year. Um, and so, and so it's, it's 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 regulated for everybody and and how you use it and everything like that um or like you you just kind of like let it carry on and the stock market is just fucked forever because everybody knows how to manipulate it now yeah well i think it's the part of it has probably been quite accurate in terms of uh uh, statistics about society right if if more people use amazon amazon stocks will go up mm. that kind of thing but it does certainly feel like it is like uh, also one of those things that could fall into a trap of if you follow this person. This is more of a people. Hang on, lots of people are buying Yahoo stock. Mm. That means the Yahoo stock's rising, which gives weird inflated numbers and weird strange stuff. And it's just like, well, just it's it's people trying to make money off of a bar chart. I guess it's like okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. more power to you. But yeah, just, it, it always seemed quite strange to me. Yeah. Just give your money to the internet and then just hope it comes back. Like, I, yeah, it yeah, it's weird. I I went on the I I I don't use Twitter at all, but I was like, oh, I wonder I wonder like what GameStop's Twitter is like at the minute. Like if they're like following along and be like, oh, it's a laugh. We're worth seventy billion dollars or like whatever. <laughs> um, but like, um, I went on and they're just like, it's just it's just normal GameStop. Then, like today they published a video yeah. advertising like these these like oh you can get these this mug that looks like a mind flayer from D&D it's like you, what is going <laughs> what is this world like yeah. <laughs> now it's just 700% larger yeah you've been like Planet of the Apes is like is like happening but like the stock market version and you're like <laughs> you're you're worth like I think it was like 2000% more than you were like 
or 20,000% or something ridiculous, more than you were a week ago, and you're, like, just flinging mugs and talking about Smash Brothers. It's like, I mean, <laughs> like, like, stick to your, stick to your script, I guess, as far as marketing goes. It's like, oh, it's a long-term strategy and everything. Like, but just, <laughs> just mention it. Like, hey, isn't well, this weird? Either, <laughs> we're part of a cultural zeitgeist. Team. <laughs> I imagine there's this one guy at the company who just doesn't want to tell anybody else yeah. that it's you know Reddit that's doing this and it's actually him. <laughs> so he's just trying to keep it on the low. Be like, oh yeah, you know, I sent out this tweet and it went it it went well. Like, oh, we, uh, I should keep doing this tweet. I'll, yeah. I'll keep on. Tw- I'll keep my eye on Twitter for that two thousand yeah. percent increase in revenue or whatever. Uh, I'll do that. <laughs> Yeah, or or just they're completely unaware of it and just carrying on. Well, it's just it's crazy numbers, man. I I saw this this post from a guy the other day, um, and all the guys, all all the people that have bought into it have started this whole thing of like, um, we've bought the stock and it's worth crazy amounts now, um, but like real relatively speaking, we didn't pay a lot for it. So we could sell it and make a lot of money, but it's funnier if we don't sell it and they lose a lot of money. Like a guy yeah. paid like $800 and he showed his thing. He said, so this is $800 that I put in on Monday. It's now worth $60,000. <laughs> like over the course of like five days, it's just shot up that much. And there's all these people being like, well, technically we're all millionaires and they're just fucking over all these hedge fund people. It's brilliant. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, people looking for something to do. Why not fuck over? Yeah. Why not fuck over Wall Street or whatever yeah. it is? To it's be hilarious. Dramatic. They've all had these like two thousand dollar checks from the government to sustain themselves, and they've used it to fuck over the economy. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what would be really funny <laughs> if we had another stock market crash? Let's go. <laughs> You could do that from home, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Robin Hood, Robin Hood. <laughs> Let's expose Robin Hood for being an absolute bastard. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, yeah, that was one thing that happened in the week, wasn't it? It was uh, Robin Hood fucking over the poor, I guess. Yeah. Another, I've got some uh, some news articles this week, actually. Okay. Which you could probably get onto. Um, a ferret from Leeds survived 100 minutes in a washing machine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, onto the big news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that ferret, you know, that, the one from Leeds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, survived <laughs> over an hour and a half in a washing machine. Did he have a snorkel, or is he like? Well, apparently, it's a big thing. Like, loads of animals like to climb into washing machines. Apparently, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They could, like crawl into the washing and that. But, yeah, but like, if your coats, or I mean, do people washing machine coats? I can't remember. But your socks, if your sock was a ferret in it, you think you'd notice, right? Yeah, but it's I think normally... This is like, pe- yeah, people put their washing in the machine, don't turn it on, yeah. leave the door open, and then to yeah, put more in, climb in for the comfort and the yeah. cave aspect, I guess. It's like, I, I, I can get my head around it surviving, like, just a simple kind of... A s- simple rotations <laughs> and, like, sloshing right. about. Like, you can keep your head above, maybe... But like when it actually when the, the things Skin. going at like two thousand RPM and like wringing the yeah. water out of shit, it's like how how does it survive? <laughs> the ferret will make it will find a way. Yeah, uh, a pet ferret has made a miraculous recovery after accidentally spending a full cycle in a washing machine. Oof. 
Bandit was given a 1% chance of survival by vets. Oh. Well, don't make odds. But, oh, um, 100 to 1, he lives. <laughs> <laughs> My ferret was in a Go washing on. machine. Yeah. I'll give you odds of 100 to 1. My whole portfolio <laughs> is crashed. I need to make some money somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't get in early on the game stock. Yeah. GameStop stock. Um, after going through a 100 minute wash, when he sneaked into his owner's machine, the two year old ferret suffered a collapsed lung and bruising in the incident. Okay. Lung collapsed. Christ. I mean, they don't go into how they, you know, treated him. I'm assuming it was like a 40 minute soft spin in a dryer or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just to try and undo it. You just I put guess. him in the tumble dryer. Yeah. Yeah, that would be healthier, wouldn't it? Mm. I don't, I'd rather be washed to death than dried to death, I guess. Yeah, it seems a bit more comfortable to drown. Yeah, and a dryer's kind of got those weird fins in it, isn't it? Well, the washer's well, one got does. that too. Oh, does it? We never looked inside my washing machine. Oh, I've got a washer dryer, so the whole thing does the same. Does the Oh, you've do, got everything for the old Toyota <laughs> Prius hybrid washing machine. I've gone for the old. I haven't got space for two massive things. I'll just have one massive thing. Oh, but you put your boiler in a cupboard. No. It's, in a, it's not in a cupboard. Didn't you? It's just on the wall. I thought it was in a cupboard. Put a curtain around it. thought you were building a... Oh, you curtained it off. That not was a cupboard, though, is it? Oh, well, I'm sorry. I have been around your house for Semantics. like Semantics. So, <laughs> curtains aren't cupboards. It's true. New episode title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but a, a curtain implies shame, doesn't it? You've shamed your cupboard. Modesty, I think. <laughs> shame. <laughs> they, 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 they people put those weird curtains around hospital beds because mm. they don't want to look at them not yeah. because they want people to keep their modesty people put curtains in front of their windows because they're ashamed of their house they're ashamed of the outside world yeah they're, they're, they're drawing the curtains on the outside world oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to I'm, I'm starting to feel well, I think I said it a while ago about you, need, you, you, instead of trying to, instead of being an audience of the world, you start to try and become a character in the world. Yeah. Like when I went to my dentist and went into a whole spiel about how I've been gargling vinegar to try and help, and <laughs> yeah. uh, just trying to one hundred percent take it seriously. It's, it's starting to make sense of all the craziness in the world is just people messing with people. <laughs> yeah. And just being one hundred percent committed. <laughs> I just think that's, that's the way to go. It's the way to go. So yeah, just uh, try and do that. And I think, I, how did I get onto that from being sh- ashamed of the outside world? Maybe that's why people went out and did it. Anyway, this ferret survived a washing machine. <laughs> it was from Leeds. That's important. Yeah. On to some lighter news. Northern. Poland is enforcing total abortion. Ban. A ban on total abortion. <laughs> that's, a key, that's a key word. Total. But half abortions, fine. Half abortion kind of depends. Yeah. But yeah, near, near total abortion ban. So that they're banning all abortions pretty much. Mm. I don't think they say which ones they're not. But Poland is going full of... Abo- I, I find this strange because it's really, really, really simple to me. But other people seem to be quite sensitive about abortion, I guess. But I guess that's upbringing, isn't it? Maybe. I guess if you're told your whole life that killing that abortion is murdering a baby then you're going to have some weird controversial well look you can have some strong views about the whole thing yeah but 
I mean, it's if something's inside your body, I think you should kind of be able to kill it, regardless yeah. of what it is. Yeah, it's your prop. It's it's your not even your property. It's your physical being, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I can understand the complications of it, um, but like I, I'm I've I've always been pro-choice, and I can't see that changing. Um, well, I think it's it's more just compartmentalization, I guess, because it's like. I've never knowingly um, been the victim of an abortion. No. Been the financer of an abortion. No. Mm. I've never encountered an abortion. I'll put it that way. As in, I've never had some... I've I've never knowingly had somebody have an abortion due to me. But I know that if I was ever in that situation, it would be a life-affecting event. Yeah. Like whether it was the right thing to do or not, whether it was uh, an accident or not, whether it was uh, what I desired or not, it would be a life-changing event because it is like, oh, my whole life could have, will have changed, could have changed something. It's a fork in the time, in your timeline. Yeah. Right? So it's a big thing to get your head around. But, I mean, it's, it's out of your, con- it should be out of your control, that kind of thing. So it's people trying to, get, give me the baby inside of you. All right. Seems a bit intense. Yeah, it's it's difficult. Like, you've been aborted? Um, no, not recently. Um, no. I so I'm, I yeah, I'm I'm definitely a hundred percent pro-choice, but I can, I can understand, um, the I, I can understand the kind of life argument as far as trying to figure out where life begins, and you being like, well. You have every right to do whatever you want as long as it doesn't harm anyone else. It's like, well, what point does that thing become another person? Like, for me, like, that's... Yeah, but just to bought people. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but... I, I totally get the figuring out where life begins, but I kind of go, well, I think if... it's interesting to ponder over it, but as far as I'm concerned, it's in my yeah. fucking body, so leave me alone. Um, exactly. If a 32-year-old was squatting in your lower intestine... Yeah. You have a right to get rid of that person. I yeah, think. you can you can kick anyone out of your house, whoever you I want. I guess it's an ownership thing, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, uh, because I to- like I totally un- like like I said, I've never been in a situation, but I think it would be life changing in terms of uh, if you were in a happily happy relationship trying for a baby and your partner unknowingly got an abortion, that would complicate your relationship. Yeah. Right. Because it's like, well, that's a horrible situation to be in. You need to figure out the miscommunication somewhere. But you just go like, well, yeah. But it's still, you know, the your baby wasn't going to change the world. Mm. You know, it's not going to. It's, it's human life, sure, but human life is not the most important thing in the world. No. I mean, quavers might come out with a new flavor. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. No. That's just it. Like, I think, uh, I, I, I don't put that much value on on people if mm. that makes sense like in the grand scheme of things we are we are just another thing in the universe like i don't i, I don't put uh i don't put like much of a value on sentience like a rock could fall on me from the sky tomorrow and kill me and it's really not changed the world um yeah. and the same goes with most with well with with with, with anybody um like uh, but at the same time i find it I, firstly, I find it weird that anti-abortion people are made out to be monsters. It's like surely that's exactly what they're not, right? Like they're well, that's the Louis C.K. thing, isn't it? Is they think they're killing babies? Yeah, well, so that's like, just it. Like killing babies. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're, I'd from our perspective, their argument is flawed. Um, but 
like they're definitely not monsters like they they're they're pretty much the exact opposite of that but it's just like well you have to polarize people otherwise people might start to agree with them and we can't have that I was like no you kind of need to explore every facet of the argument um but the part where where I that I agree with them with and I can understand them with is that I find it difficult to reconcile that their taxes are going to pay for other people's abortions if 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 that's if it's publicly funded like why why should their tax money be go towards something that they fundamentally and morally find abhorrent yeah but like fans of logan's run don't get upset that like your taxes go to feed like old folks homes (laughs) case closed i should have been a lawyer You can't. Uh, my my point in that is that you can't pick and choose what uh, medical support people get. You you give taxes no, to but medical like, support. D- but true, but most <clears throat> most issues with taxes are cut and dry. You can't have a moral problem with fixing the roads. Like, it's just well, environment. You know what I mean? Like uh, more cars on the road means we're all going to die soon. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> Stop fixing the roads. <laughs> Yeah. I, know, I know it's a ridiculous example, but like it, it does. Uh, there, there is a thing of like, well, if you're forcing people to pay for something that they morally disagree with, I think you. I, I guess my perspective on that is, well, you. That's going to be the case with everything anyway. Taxes are just kind of a mm. well. If it goes for yeah. the majority of people, not for your greater good. Yeah. This guy's like, well, if we're funding medical research, you don't get to decide what medical research your tax dollars go. But that's the thing. Like, then it is complicated because it's like, well, do you opt? Like, you can't. You can't have a form that the government sends around saying you want to opt out of abortions. Like, I. I mean, that's that's weird. And the only thing that you're gonna do is force kids that people can't afford on families that then can't afford to get abortions. So, like, how do you like? You you're you're ruining lives somewhere. Good news. Yeah. How did we get <laughs> yeah. to this? <laughs> I thought uh, it was Poland's, wasn't it? Oh, is, Poland. uh, Poland's yeah. all abortions. Uh, new anti-government protests broke out in Polish cities Wednesday, shortly after the country's top court confirmed its highly divisive ruling that will further tighten the predominantly Catholic nation's strict anti-abortion law. Mm. So yeah, it seems strange coming from the UK where um, I. I've never encountered well England. I've never encountered. I've never encountered like a massive pro versus anti-abortion protests or arguments. I know like Ireland or Northern Ireland has had a lot of issues with that for like but, a long time. Yeah, yeah, but I've never really encountered it in the UK. So it's just something that's quite alien. But it just does feel like, to be honest, it feels like hipsters. It feels like yeah, there's abortion hipsters. It just feels like every everyone knows it's a con- it's a potentially controversial argument, so everybody's jumping on it for the controversy. Mm. They're just looking for you know they want to f- change the world, so they're going to start arguing against babies or for babies. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, it, for me it just feels like yes, it's an incredibly dramatic event and is life changing, but grow the fuck up or don't grow the fuck up depending on where you land mm. on uh, you know ab- abort your growing up uh, in other news lighter news uh, uh, from abortion a driver went supermarket shopping in a second hand ambulance with the emergency lights flashing police have said it's a okay. weird crime isn't it 
Yeah, like I, I went was, to Aldi. I was always told that that like they're not allowed to, that, that you're not allowed to turn the lights on unless there's like an issue. Yeah, you're not even allowed to put your siren on after a no. certain time. Keep things quiet. Yeah, noise. Sirens there is the long, ambulance if, if there's traffic. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it was well. I think it goes in more detail. The ambulance was reportedly carrying a family when it arrived at ASDA in Manchester on Wednesday. Uh, they then went inside to do their shopping. The police tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> the ambulance was seized, and a man was later charged with a range of driving offences. The 32-year-old is um, was charged with driving while disqualified, without a license, without insurance, and using a vehicle with unauthorised lights. Where the fuck did he get an ambulance from? Yeah, he just found it. <laughs> took his family to Asda oh, Asda's closing in two hours Put, pop the siren on Karen Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quick to Asda he also faces a charge of failing to appear at court at an earlier date I like to think he was just late because he didn't have an ambulance with sirens yeah so yeah don't steal ambulances and go to Asda no pretty sound advice I think yeah I mean kind of makes sense yeah it's fair enough I think I, I was tempted to get a black cab when I was a kid. Like, yeah. that was going to be my first car. Was, you, you, there was a period where you could buy second-hand black cab cars. So, oh, that felt quirky. Well, I think you can Probably still buy... quirky you can, you, can, you can buy old police cars and ambulances and stuff, but they have to be decommissioned, so you have to take all... They have to take all the shit off them. Decommissioned feels like the thing they do at that policeman's funeral where they shoot the sky. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like you de yeah, decommission a car by burying it and firing at the sky. I, Why are they firing take, at the take sky? Take the lights and the sirens and shit off it. Oh. Oh that's stupid. I thought you could just turn them off. What? You know, the lights don't work anymore, but they're still on there. That would look pretty cool. Well maybe you could just take the bulbs out. <laughs> Yeah, and then every now and then it's like a, a policeman comes around and checks your bulbs. Like, yeah. I think the fire department came around and asked if I had a smoke alarm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they wanted to decommission my, my fire. I don't know. <laughs> um, otherwise, in other news, uh, yeah, don't take an ambulance to Asda. Um, activists are at Euston Station and they've tunnelled underneath London. You know about this? No. Um, it's all about I've, HS2. I forget what it stands for. Yeah, but it's high like speed. a high-speed train or something, yeah. isn't it? To go from Manchester to London, you know, in half an hour or something. Well, it's already it already takes... How long is it from Manchester? To, it's like an hour, isn't it? Mm. A fast train, so they want a faster train. Maybe to Scotland, who knows? Yeah. But for it to be quicker. And uh, yeah, bailiffs are evicting people from Euston Square Gardens camp after protesters dug a tunnel that is 100 feet long. Four people are inside the tunnel, which took months to dig. The national eviction team said there was a danger of it collapsing and putting lives in danger. Right. Number one, there's a national eviction team. Yeah. A team of nationalists evicting people <laughs> <laughs> on a national scale. Feels like a cool job. I wonder if that was on monster.com. <laughs> are you tired of people being inside places? Yeah. Become part of the national eviction team. Yeah. But yeah, so protest activists of uh, like, I know there's always been things about like people in tents outside buildings uh, protesting things. Oh, so but people chaining tunnel, themselves seems... to fences and shit. 
Yeah, and like, uh, I mean, it was always around um, the Houses of Parliament. There are always just some people with signs talking about something. Yeah. I don't know. It must be a big deal. <laughs> it must be a big deal to people because people put a lot of, of, of effort into that kind of thing. Mm. But like, they kind of get filtered into the white noise of, you know, random city living. It's like, I don't remember what any of them were talking about. We don't want this train. And apparently it's because it costs so much. It's costing over a hundred billion pounds. And right. people are like, hey, put that money on something else. Let's invade Poland and get all the abortions going again. Yeah. You know, whatever it's, other people want that money for. It's difficult because like once you've started it, you kind of got to follow through. Unless you yeah. unless you run out of money. But the trouble is the trouble with HS two is that it it was plowing it's plowing through countryside and businesses and I don't know, like, it, it's it's evicting various species of newt and, like, all of this shit. Yeah. Um, and, um, but the technology was outdated, like, not long after they started. But it's just, we've just got to keep keep going with it now. Um, yeah, I guess if you make the plan and you start a project, you yeah. can't just stop whenever tech improves. Yeah, you have to finish it and then upgrade it, I guess. Yeah, but then I've always said, like, if there was a, if there was, if somebody wanted to evict me from my house for whatever reason because a train was going to go through it, I think I would resist. I'm not sure whether I'd dig a tunnel under Euston Station. I'd just stand outside my house with a baseball bat. Yeah, well, like you, and just be like, just wait for the train to come to me. There's that, uh, there's that motorway that that goes out of uh, out of Manchester up up top, um, and as you. Yeah, as you as you as you head north, probably towards like Leeds and Yorkshire and that, um, you come across like a house just in the middle of the motorway, mm. like the and the the lanes split around it, and that was and they they built like an underpass for him to get out and everything like that. <laughs> but that was a guy that was asked to leave, and they offered to buy his house, and he was just like, no. So now they built a motorway around his house. <laughs> That is a good transport connection. It's it? cool, man, and 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 it's like I, people are like, oh, but can you imagine the noise and everything like that? It's like, well, it's probably all like soundproofed and conditioned and all of that shit. Like, uh, I and they likely would have had to pay for that, um, and um, like it's not like he's ever going to have any trouble selling it because there'll be someone who's been like, oh, that's sick, like just a house in the middle of the motorway, oh. <laughs> That sounds like the best. Well, it's like it's like buying yeah. a landmark at this point. Yeah, yeah. But I guess you know. Yeah. So I think I would fight against. Yeah. I would protest in my own way about wanting to be evicted from your own house because mm. it's like, no, this is my house. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. But like, yeah, it kind of does feel like. Well, if you don't want, it's a question of resisting change. I guess. Like, if it's going through a field. Yeah. And that, you know, you need to make compensations, you need to work around it. But if you don't want any f- countryside to ever be built on again, yeah. you're going to have a hard time. So where do you draw that line? And they've just really dug in. They've dug in 100 feet <laughs> under Euston Station. And people are con- they're like, apparently they're at risk of drowning because they haven't got proper drainage. <laughs> Which makes sense. They're just <laughs> random people. Yeah. Random people who I'm assuming have a lot of free time during the day because they're protesting here 24-7. Yeah. So, like, they're not going to know necessarily about drainage and how to properly structurally sound a, a tunnel, this a is, mine shaft. This is Chief Engineer Phil. Uh, he's done a bit of gardening, built a few planters, and uh, yeah, yeah, we uh, we 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 think uh, he's gonna he's gonna go first. 
and uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the uh, they've already experienced one collapse at least, and water ingress, which mm. I guess is a kind of congress for the elemental water overlords or something. The unlawful activists appear to have put themselves in danger of a further tunnel collapse and potentially intercepting gas pipes, leading to risk of suffocation, flooding and drowning. They've left out exploding. Yeah. I feel like exploding's a thing. Because they're just but, yeah. digging into the road, I'm assuming, or like there was like one patch of green with a tree in it near Euston Station. Yeah. And they've just dug a society inside it. <laughs> like the mole people. Well, like, yeah. the thing the thing I find weird about it is, like, I mean, you've spent, obviously, a hell of a lot of time in London. I've spent considerably less time in London, but, like, I've, I've been around there, like, a, a fair few times. Like, there is, there's no part of London where I feel like I'm not being seen or not being watched. Like, it's, <laughs> as in, like, it's, it's very... There are a lot of pigeons in London. <laughs> As in, it's 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 not a place where you can where you can really hide unless you're kind of like hiding amongst the people. Just because there's so many people, how do you how do you get together with friends and dig a tunnel only a hundred feet away from Euston Station? Yeah, well, I guess you know, just uh, blankets, windbreakers, <laughs> just slowly without call them anybody off an area, being like, slowly what dig. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Can you stop digging a mine shaft, please? Would you mind <laughs> trying to get to work? Yeah. Uh, activists have called the tunnel Kelvin and was dug under Euston Square Gardens as their best defence against being evicted. Uh, yeah, they said the HS2 is the most expensive, wasteful and destructive project in UK history. It's probably right. In UK history. I mean, uh, money's I mean, gotten more expensive. Back that up. Like, I'm pretty sure the war was more expensive. Well, I was thinking about that, but I don't, I don't know whether it did cost a hundred billion pounds. The war, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We've only just you know. finished paying it off, or we had a loan for it or something. Yeah, <laughs> we're thinking about starting a war. Well, <laughs> uh, we're looking for investors. If you could uh, donate on uh, Patreon, yeah, and, the, the, uh... <laughs> the debt from that, like we, like we, we, it. it yeah, I, I th- we we only we only recently finished paying it off. We recently within the past what, ten years, I think. What do you get when you pay it off? Uh, you like a, like a, you get, you like get your first fruit hamper, or first something. chip. Like no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one year sober from war <laughs> from World War Two loss. <laughs> <laughs> You've paid it off. There's just some guy. It's that guy who lived in the middle of the motorway. He loaned the the country the money. <laughs> They've rewarded him with his very own motorway. Yeah. <laughs> and a very, very stressed dog. Whenever he goes out to take that dog for a walk, it's yeah. intense. It's, it's, I mean, he, he didn't like cars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't know what the figure was. But yeah, I because that I, I was my go-to. was like, well, I, probably there were other things that were more expensive. It's I suppose mean, it's whether you class the war as a project. Say. Yeah. It's definitely more wasteful because like, you know, I'd say it's more wasteful, mm. more destructive. Well, I guess wasteful would imply it was it was a wasted um, objective, which I guess it wasn't. I, don't, I guess. Uh, no, but destructive, I'd say, yeah, probably more destructive than a train was, um, you know, previous genocides. Not quite as destructive as the Blitz. <laughs> Fire of London, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. 
Um, it's set to to irreparably damage 108 ancient woodlands and 693 wildlife sites. Right. It's nothing to you know turn your nose at. It's obviously no. Do it's damage, it's, it's definitely it's like, well. It's definitely one of those things. Figure out a way to fix it. Um, it's it's, de- it's it's definitely serious, and it's been going on for years, and they've been saying it's mm. it's a problem for years. Um, the the trouble is at this point is that. Again, they've taken it so far that it's like you—they kind of got to follow through. It's like otherwise, we'll, we've just—we've just scarred the earth for nothing. Um, well, plus, just you know, there's there's got, so many jobs something. involved in it now. Like if they're <laughs> like stop the project, there'd be thousands and thousands of people just suddenly out of work. But it just the thing is, a lot of things take time, and technology changes in that period. I mean, they dug a tunnel from England to France. Mm. I'm pretty sure that took more than a couple of months. Yeah. Right? So it's like, well, technology is going to change then. That doesn't mean you start again whenever there's a software update to tunnel drones or whatever they used. Yeah. You got it. But, well, this is how we, this is where we are. So we need to just do it with what we have mm. and plan it out and sort it. And yeah, things will change, but that's kind of the deal. Time moves forward, I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to do but something. Like, yeah, so um, um, it's just, one. It feels weird that they dug a tunnel to evade eviction, because I guess this tunnel is less than six feet radius, so you can't come near me, <laughs> or just like it's made it more. It's too dangerous for other people to come in and evict you. Yeah, just good old, good old digging of a tunnel. It's very seven-year-old to think. Do you ever dig a tunnel? Um, no, I dug a hole. I don't think I dig dug like a, a tunnel, 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 but I dug a lot of holes. Yeah, you should just like dig digging hole. holes. To clear the yeah, beach. People used oh, to build sandcastles. I used to just dig holes. <laughs> what are you doing, Steve? I'm having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon the tide's going to come in and all this will be over. Up to my neck and fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, if you want to protest, don't dig a tunnel because you might drown. Yeah. Seems uh, the moral from that story. Yeah. In other news, Paris, Paris police have broke COVID curfew at a Macarena party. A we whole the party de- was re- dedicated back. to the Macarena. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. It's already that, that was like the 90s, disappointing right? enough when it when it interrupts five minutes of the evening, let alone the whole fucking evening. People love a dance. They love a dance. I don't mind a move. dance. Just a fucking Macarena. That's Why is there obsession with shit that with 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 songs and dances and stuff that are like 20, 30, 40 years old? What's the point? <laughs> I guess at one point it was really cool. It must have been. Like that and that um Saturday night. Everything you, that used to be that's the shit thing, is that steps. You had, you had school discos and the music that we were listening to at school discos was also twenty years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I I went to the, uh, um, was in like a government building recently, and they all I've, I've re- realized they all listen to the radio. Mm. Like, and all the radio plays is you know, kind of songs Utter from shit. 20. It's yeah. like retail so it's like, as well, though, I, isn't it? I'm surprised that there's not more people listening to their own playlists inside their own businesses. Because like, I'd rather listen to somebody rock out to Led Zeppelin while they're yeah. I don't know doing something governmental. Then someone playing some kind of generic crap on the radio. For yeah. Today. No, when I was doing the the uh, the Tim Allen stuff, like they they were 
um, they they had like company guidelines as to what radio stations to play, and we used to just put like <laughs> Planet Rock on or like fucking mm. what whatever else, and then like other times, yeah, you Bluetooth your own shit to it and play something heavier, and people would come in and be like, "Oh, this is this is good." Like, like it's 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 like what 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 you listen to, like because they're so yeah. used to just hearing the same old accessible, boring shite. Yeah, it's more Macarena. Yeah, it's like let's put something else on. But that's like a large with loads of people. Like mm. I'm talking, like say you went to a lawyer's office yeah. and you went into his office and he was playing the radio. You'd be like, why are you yeah. playing the radio? This is your office. Listen to whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But there's there's the weird percentage of the world I think that just does not do music. Mm. Like they don't invest in music in any way. They don't listen to particular music. They just put the radio on, and that's what they do. Yeah, like some kind of weird beast. It's just so um, they don't have to be yeah, alone the with police, their own thoughts. Uh, broke uh, COVID curfew because yeah, other countries take COVID really seriously in terms of you're not allowed indoors, you're not allowed outside after eight p.m. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, officials in France are investigating a group of officers filmed dancing the Macarena inside a police station while the country is under a curfew. Videos of the party appear to show police dancing and singing without masks late into the night in a suburb. They're facing sanctions. And yeah, they've got a nationwide curfew. Um, you're not allowed any social gatherings after 6pm. Yeah. So it's weird for a video to show this because I don't know whether a video can be properly timestamped. Yeah, but it does seem weird that you're arrested after six p.m. if you're socially gathering anywhere. Meanwhile, the police are having a social gathering late into the evening and doing the macarena, where you pretty much put your hands everywhere you possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's a, that's a, spread it as much as possible. <laughs> touch your face. Touch your waist. Uh, spin. Why not try and get that spin going? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. See so yeah, a Parisian police stop doing the macarena, please. Yeah. And lastly, from me, a man has survived a crocodile attack in northern Australia by prizing the animal's jaws from his head. But like, oh. yeah, just pulled him. Get off my head, please. Jesus. The 44-year-old told medics he was swimming in Lake Placid in Queensland when he was attacked by a saltwater crocodile, which he described as being about two meters long. Don't swim in Lake Placid. Have you never seen the film? (laughs) Films made of it. Yeah. Well, fuck it. Might as well. He was taken to hospital with multiple minor lacerations. Critical care paramedic Paul Sweeney said the man was remarkably calm when emergency responders arrived at the scene. So, (laughs) just oh, fucking crocodiles. Am I right? Yeah. (laughs) Get in the way of my uh, get in the way of my day. What he said to us was that a crocodile has bitten his head and in his effort to remove the jaws of the crocodile, he put his hands in to try and prise the jaws apart. In the process of trying to remove his hands, the jaws snapped shut on his finger, he told reporters. So, like, yeah, he was gripped on his head, apparently didn't crush his head in any way. Right. He prized it apart and then it snapped down on one of his fingers. Um. Mr. Sweeney said that following the attack, the man swam a considerable distance back to shore and pulled himself into the bank. (laughs) Went to the bank real quick. (laughs) It was clear from our assessment of him that there were puncture marks on his head. Mr. Sweeney told reporters the man, who has not been named, had been swimming in the lake three times a week for about eight years and said he would not be surprised if he ventured into those waters again for further exercise. So the guy who got bitten by a crocodile 
from swimming in that lake has said, I wouldn't be surprised if I went back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just a silliness aside, like, well, are you going to or are you not? Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Are are you not surprised because (laughs) you might forget you were attacked by a crocodile or... Yeah, you wouldn't be surprised if you flouted the rules again and rolled the dice. I don't <laughs> yeah. be surprised. We're not. Uh, I, I'm not. Yeah, I, I, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, like it's not the place to swim. I mean, you know, we're creatures of habit. Yeah, he's been doing it for eight years. I said that. I, I suppose it's that, isn't it? It's like if you've again. been doing it every day or a few times a week for a, for years, and you've been <laughs> bitten. And you've been bitten by a crocodile once, or whatever, like, um, like, yeah. That's that's that could be the same as like, well, I've been driving for years. Yeah, I was, I had a smash accident w- like once, but I'm still going to drive. No, yeah, but like, if you were driving, but in for a, a leisure activity, it's a bit. It seems a bit different. <laughs> But it's kind of like, well, if you were swimming, if you were driving in a lake of crocodiles for eight years, yeah, and so, and you eventually got hit by a crocodile, yeah, you would be like, I can still drive, just somewhere else, yeah, yeah. It's like it's not like don't, it's not like stop swimming. It's like no, just stop swimming with the crocodiles. We're reminding people that Lake Placid and the Cairns region are known croc country, and urge people in the area to always be croc wise. <sighs> croc wise, God different people but yeah i like swimming in a lake i'm not sure if i like swimming in a crocodile yeah if you told me there was a crocodile in 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 a lake that was like 40 miles long so it's like (laughs) there's the the, the chances of us coming across each other incredibly slim still not going in swimming here for eight years okay all right there's still a crocodile in there yeah ever see that video of the 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 there were people that jumped in like a river, like an Amazon river or something like that, um, and it was a it was essentially like a, a one of those weird kind of wilderness tour things. You jump in the river at this point, and then you swim and wade and whatever down to this point where you get out and go into the lodge and have a cocoa or something. And um, <laughs> so they and they but the 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 thing is is that this whole stretch, which was like a couple of miles long, the once you've gone in, the the banks shear up, so you can't actually get out at all until you get to the to the other bit a few miles down. <laughs> <laughs> and they got like a quarter of the way down, and then there was just this crocodile just like swimming behind them, just following them slowly, <laughs> <laughs> and like they were all like fucking panicked as shit, and like they would like swim in and paddling and fucking like just going absolutely fucking Rashing. mental. And they got around a corner and they, they were wearing GoPros and they're like, I think we've lost him. I think we've lost him. And they turn around and he just <laughs> wanders around the corner again. It's just like stalking them for miles. It was great. Just like, curious. Yeah. Like they... they what the are these people doing? I do, yeah. Well, they, they they got to the to the bit and they got out fine and everything. They were all okay. But like just being followed <laughs> by, a, by a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Have I told you about our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been ages since I've spoken to anybody. No one jumps down here anymore. It's not since all those crocodile attacks. <laughs> but yes, yeah, if you swim in a crocodile-infested lake, you you might get bitten by. If you play with crocodiles, you might get bitten by crocodiles. I yeah. guess is the. Uh... 
yeah. a theory there. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he... Well, he wouldn't be surprised if he swam in the crocodiles again. Yeah. Right. Not everyone likes surprises. Not yeah. Everyone plans for them. There you go. I saw a... That's, uh, that's me this week. Yeah. I saw a little clip earlier on of a of a baby crocodile doing a death roll. Like a like a little... Uh, like mm. about the size of my forearm. Like little thing. Like just watching it tear chunks off this fish. Like just spinning and thrashing. Just like there is... Like, even that is terrifying. Like, even when you're just that small and everyone's like, oh, you're cute, he's doing a little death roll. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... It's, it's, that in, it's seeing that um, instinct of kill. Yeah. It's like, it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, fair yeah. enough. I mean, like, I remember when uh, a dog I had growing up, like the first time it saw a rabbit, it was just like, you could see a weird instinctive... It was looking at it, and I don't know whether it was because I think rabbit meat is used in a lot of dog food. Maybe mm. it could like smell that, that you're you're my tin of dog food. <laughs> you know, it was just staring yeah. at it. But apparently, like it could also just be animals knowing each other and like uh, instinctively being like, "You're like, what are you? How do we play? What do we do?" Yeah. But it was like, I'm not open. I'm not letting that rabbit out, even though my dog is a very gentle dog. Mm. It was like a golden retriever, which I don't, which I think its jaw is designed not to kill things in its mouth. Yeah. It's like I'm sure it could probably still kill my friend's rabbit. Because they're meant to be able to, <laughs> yeah, well, they, it could easily kill it, but it's like they're yeah. meant to be able to kind of pick things up and bring them back without damaging them. Yeah, was it soft jawed or more? I can't remember what, what the more. term is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, they see that weird instinct of like, I'm a murderer. Like, okay, I mean we're all murderers, <laughs> but humans yeah. have just pretended for so long that we're not that we kind of forget. You go, nah, you know, get in between a mother and her HS2 protest. It is odd. Like it, it is, it is strange that um, that animals very much definitely have that thing where they see they see a living thing and that transfers to food and like makes them hungry. Whereas like you could drive past a cow and be like, Oh, it's a, it's a cow there. And it wouldn't translate to you at all. It wouldn't like make your stomach rumble or anything. Like it'd just be like, mm. there's, there's a, there's a definite disconnect. I think with modern society of, of like, well, that's the animal and, but it's the meat that actually makes me feel hungry. Maybe, but I reckon as well, we're just not very hungry. Like when you put it into context, yeah, we've evolved to a point where we kind of don't eat for survival; we eat for pleasure. So we kind of relaxed and separated it that way. Yeah. If you were starving and you saw a cow, I think you might be like, "Yeah, I'm hungrier now that I've seen that cow. I think I'm <laughs> yeah. going to eat that cow. I'm going to do something about it." Yeah. Same about like jaffa cakes and shit like that. I think food does still affect us, but yeah, I guess what you're saying is like, yeah, animals don't affect us as much because we've separated it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you see like a ham hock, is it ham hock? Ham hock is like a leg, isn't it? Yes. It's like chopped up ham hock. Yeah. I don't know. If you saw a leg of lamb, I think your day would change. If you were hungry and you saw a leg of lamb, you'd probably go mental. Yeah. Yeah, you'd probably see that. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Lamb, just sheep babies, please. I want sheep babies. Oh, apparently, like it's uh, like it's babies. not. They don't get. They don't. I don't know why it's called lamb. Uh, but well, no, no. It's it's because it's because it is technically lamb. Like it is technically like immature. But if you were to mm. see them when they're in this immature phase, they just look like sheep. And apparently, the difference between lamb and sheep, like that thing, <laughs> puberty or whatever, 
involves them shedding their teeth, but like all at <laughs> once, like. <laughs> Oh, it's mutton now. Yeah, yeah. They suddenly go from yeah from lamb to from lamb to mutton. They just have one massive puberty sneeze. Yeah, all their teeth all fall out. Their teeth fall yeah. out. They grow new teeth that have already come in, and now suddenly they're they're too old. They're, um... And all of their organic material just becomes a little bit tougher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. uh, uh, an ice cream in China is tested positive for coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> what flavour would you like? Pistachio, COVID, mint chocolate chip? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's unclear how COVID-19 could have found its way into the batch of frozen dairy products, but University of Leeds virologist Stephen Griffin uh, says that the baffling turn of events was likely a one-off and the virus... Uh, may have still been present in the ice cream's fat due to its cold storage temperature. Uh, he said, we probably don't need to panic that every bit of ice cream is suddenly going to be contaminated with coronavirus. Which is, yeah, it's probably yeah. just a promotional campaign. Yeah. You know, that one-off flavour. <laughs> ben and Jerry's and COVID. <laughs> Self-isolation vanilla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know what made them test an ice cream. <laughs> Fuck it, why not? <laughs> you know, like people using pregnancy tests in the wrong way, they probably did the same thing for COVID tests. <laughs> this will be a laugh. Positive. <laughs> oh, 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 God. No. <laughs> test the peas, test the peas. Have you ever had an ice cream birthday cake? No, never had ice cream cake. Neither have I. No, it's been on media for a long time. Mm. Maybe it is just a big American thing. I think but it's I, an American I've thing. Never, never encountered it in the UK. I've had chocolate gatto, but that's not uh, yeah ice cream. I remember when we were kids and they'd try and palm off like black forest gattos as though it was something good. It's like I, this yeah. is this is weird. Blackberry chocolate cake. I don't get it. Yeah. Get What's, your fruit out of my cake, mate? Yeah, I, I want to be in a forest. Um, <laughs> Eaten mess. Oh, it's just meringue with shit on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> People go mental for it. I quite like eating mess. But then, like, I, I didn't mm. understand Rocky Road until I met Vix, and she absolutely loves it. And we found a place local that actually makes, like, really nice stuff. It's like, it's it's marshmallows and chocolate and biscuit and, I, 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 and Maltesers and shit. It's like, I don't, I don't get it, but it's amazing. Not a fan of marshmallow. No. Um, no. It's not something I lust after, but I'll have it if it's there. What do you lust after? Um, I've caramac. I, I caramac like caramac is a sensual word. I... <laughs> <laughs> caramac is like the, the the language of the gods. I I imagine like some kind of Greek god of lust would come down, and they would be called caramac. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do love caramac. For years, it wasn't mm. here. Like for when I was a kid, I had I had a, a caramac Easter egg, and I remember it. And then I had my. Because because my sister didn't like it and I had hers as well. So I had two of these things and it was the only taste of caramel I'd ever had and then I didn't see it anywhere ever again for like 10 years. And then suddenly mm. caramel became this sacred kind of thing. Like I must I must find the... Like the hunt for the maxi bonds. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is true. And... Um, and it's it's it's, it's really nice. I do I do still really I, I, I do still really like it. It's, it is it is unusual, but I think. Um, yeah, sacred is. It depends on the day. Sometimes I like something like quite heavy, like a Snickers or something. Other times it's a bueno kind of day. 
A bueno? Yeah, I like a bueno. Because I, but I quite like Nutella. Like that whole kind of like chocolate hazelnutty kind of creamy kind of thing. I'm a big fan of hazelnuts, but only the actual hazelnuts. I've never really liked the flavourings of hazelnut. No? No. no. I'm kind of convinced that a Twix has got peanut butter flavouring in it somewhere. I I love a Twix. Um, mm. And the, I think the older I've got, the more I've liked simpler things. Like, I don't think people appreciate... Simpler the w- than a Twix. Well, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, like, Twix like, well, is the simpler thing. There, like, I, 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 yeah. I, th- I think people need to appreciate a blue ribbon more than they do. Like, it, ah, it seems very simple. Northern Kit Kat, isn't it? It, it seems very simple, but I, yeah, like, but I, I, I really like it. However, I grew up with like, ca- like Tonics caramel bars and people fucking love those. And I might, and I, I don't quite, I, I don't quite get them. Never heard of them. Tonics. Tonics. They, they make Tonics. the tea cakes, you know, the, again, well, marshmallow, you don't like them, but like, they're like yeah. little chocolate domes. With filled with marshmallow and biscuit, like a wagon wheel that's been blown up. <laughs> yeah, I had a penguin bar the other day. I haven't had that for a while. Yeah, they're pretty good. You buy a corner off each end and then drink the tea through it. Yeah, mm. but yeah, penguin cakes were a mistake. I think nice to see the bars back. Oh, out. the cake bars, but Brexit, right? Yeah. Brexit, Brexit. Yeah, mini rolls up for a mini roll. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I'm not really a cake person though. No. I'd just rather have a, a couple of spoonfuls of sugar. Yeah, I I don't know. I it's only it's been in the past few years I've suddenly developed like a weird kind of sweet tooth. Like I've always thought of myself as more of a savory person. Like I'd lust after pork pies and scotch eggs and sausage rolls and shit like that. A hot sausage roll, mm. sure. Amazing. Cold sausage roll is fine, but a hot sausage roll is the shit. Yeah. 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 Pork and apple. I've got more well. for pairings recently, more for pairings. Yeah. Something like something to go with something else. So like, yeah, I went through a phase of starting to drink tea with a sugary biscuit because that made a world of difference for some reason. Mm. I would never really have tea and biscuits, but then no? you have tea with a a branded nice biscuit. Nice biscuits, just powdered sugar. Oh, like on a actually biscuit. nice biscuit, not yeah, not like that biscuit's nice. Um, yeah, or shortbread or something like that. It's yeah, like, oh, it's a nice. I'm a sucker for hobbies. blend. I always hob. I'm not allowed them. Like in just I just I can't problem. because the I I cannot have one, like the packet will just dis- disintegrate. I can I can ration a rich tea or a ginger nut or something. I can make that last. I can make a pack of those last weeks, but like not hobnobs. It can't, it, Too it, much it, lust. It, yeah, it's crazy. I yeah. I, I, I don't Hob know what they lust. put in them or what I, whether I've got some weird hobnob genetic disposition or something which just makes me turn into like some ravenous beast as soon as the pack's open but like I, I don't know I can't have them I'm not allowed I'm the opposite with hobnobs actually yeah I can have I can only have a few oh biscuit talk <laughs> <laughs> crunch yeah um, custard creams sorry anyway that's alright uh, uh, yeah so uh, COVID ice cream uh, a Toronto man um, has been charged with second-degree murder for pushing a total stranger uh, in front of a train who he mistakenly thought was his landlord. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, no, it wasn't my fault. I was trying to murder my landlord. <laughs> oh, okay, fine, fine. Well, he he pushed him in front of a train. He got hit by the train, obviously, and later he died. Mm. Um, the guy then left the station... And then amidst all this panic and everything like that... No- Bumped into his landlord. What? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I just murdered you. 
Well, I guess he must have gotten a better, a closer look at that. You'd think you, you'd look at the guy a bit closer before you killed him, but like, yeah, yeah. Um, but just shoved him from behind in front of the tracks, just like a rash, a rash move. Um, the landlord had evicted him apparently. Um, landlord. <laughs> so he evicted him from yeah. existence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, he, he went away. He came back later on, and there were police and firemen around, and that like because whole place had been closed off because someone had died. Um, and just went up to the fireman and he was just like, it was, it was, it was me. I, I killed that guy. I thought he was my landlord. Like, I, 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 and he, he said, <laughs> I feel like such a fool. Yeah. <laughs> caught, he, caught, he said, I murdered him. I freaked out and pushed him on the subway. I don't know why they didn't arrest me on the platform. It's got to be on video. I've, <laughs> 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 I freaked out. I imagine my landlord who's, who's evicting me and, I can't find a place and I'll be homeless. Uh, I did it. It's not a joke. I killed him, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, I need a new place to live. Yeah. Can I just go to prison, please? Yeah. Uh, well, if yeah. Wouldn't uh, mind. But he's, obviously, he's got mental health issues and all of that. Um, but, um, yeah, like, he, he he came back and convinced them to arrest him. <laughs> and now he's in <laughs> go prison. On. Yeah. You could do it. Yeah. But it's probably one of those things, isn't it, where, like... A, I think there there is a term for it, but uh, there's part of your brain that starts to freak out when something very dramatic can happen. Like when you get to the edge of a a, 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 a cliff or something, you look over and you get that weird sharp drum, um, adrenaline rush. It's because you know that you could just jump. So yeah. like when there's something in front of you and it's tempting, I could just push this person in front of a train. There's this yeah. weird um, adrenaline-fueled drama time that you have in your brain mm. like I imagine it could just be the same thing of like he was just sat there that snap decision of like oh my landlord's here fuck it I could just push him in front and I don't have to pay rent this month right yeah and then suddenly it happens and he's done it <laughs> it's not like it was premeditated or anything no, like that no no it could have just been like oh you're my landlord and my rent's due and there's a train coming fuck it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you only live once YOLO whatever it is yeah it's uh, it's the push. Um, <laughs> a uh, a woman in Detroit reported this week that somebody stolen her front porch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's sake, not again! <laughs> <laughs> I was at work, came home, went to the front porch, and tripped over uh, before I realised what had happened. <laughs> <laughs> Fell down into an endless abyss. <laughs> <laughs> um, whoever has my porch took my railings with it too. Um, yeah. <laughs> please give it back just, yeah stole a porch off the front Look, of a house I'm not going to report it to the police just tomorrow morning if I walk outside and my porch is back everything's fine yeah <laughs> times are tough in Detroit I guess yeah how do you how do you fit a porch in a pawn shop <laughs> to sell it afterwards just to try and yeah. sell a porch to somebody I'd have to assume like it's a, wo- well, it's a wooden porch I'd have to assume that they've just broken up for like firewood or something like that like they they won't have used that. Yeah. It's made for the house. <laughs> We've sold your porch for scrap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fine. <laughs> um in other news, uh Oklahoma State Representative Justin Humphrey signed legislature into effect this week uh, for an official Bigfoot hunting season, effective from November. Oh my god. <laughs> like, don't find him and talk to him. Hunt him for sports. That's how we started the <laughs> podcast, right? Jesus Christ. Yeah get a whole country on it it's uh it's yeah it's i mean 
it's the exact same laws around it and everything that function for like actual hunting, like deer hunting or anything like that. They you go so to you the need place like a tag. Yeah, they go. You go to the place. They issue you a, a bigfoot hunting license. Um, and, because there's too much bigfoot in the area. Uh, <laughs> what, it's, yeah, he's, he's said, so right. He said it's a one it's, is too much. It's it's a tourist attraction kind of thing. You go with your family, you get a license to kill bigfoot, and then you go out into the wilderness. Um, it's like a parallel universe, Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you go with your family, you yeah. adopt one, and then you slowly murder it. There's a there's Harry. a family of Bigfoot somewhere in Oklahoma, be like the purchase coming, <laughs> like just <laughs> just a couple of days a year. All these families of like mothers and fathers and kids, and like just descend with guns and. <laughs> shooting at things they see in the woods that look like people yeah <laughs> kill it yeah yeah um, well, uh, i guess it's the same as loch ness isn't it people go mental over that yeah i'm not sure if there's a loch ness hunting season yeah but like maybe there's a fate bigfoot never yeah. really interested me so it's like it's kind of yeah. like a person if a person was a bear i, I quite like just bears it's just a homeless guy in the woods yeah Leave him alone <laughs> just stop talking about his feet. <laughs> I guess, mate, I mean, why do you make up... There's a Carl Canaan joke that I find quite funny that I think sums it up is like, um, he understands white privilege and he thinks he has white privilege because he's afraid of ghosts. So, like, he's so privileged that he spends his spare time worrying about the undead because his <laughs> life is so good. So, like, if you were in... Because this is, like, Oregon and Seattle, isn't it? It's the Pacific Northwest for Bigfoot. Yeah. So it's like... Well, this is Oklahoma. I guess life was so. so good, but you're surrounded by so much forest. You're like, what if there's a man-bear yeah. pig out there somewhere? <laughs> you know, just, just worrying about something like that rather than the a massive amount of serial killers in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if he's charming? Fall in love with him and do things. <laughs> yeah, never got uh, Bigfoot. No, it was it was it never really interested me. I did catch Harry and the Hendersons a few times when I was a kid. It used to be out on Channel Four in the morning, I think. Yeah. Um, but um uh yeah uh anyway uh yeah bigfoot hunting season uh and finally yeah. uh, a student in montreal currently partaking in zoom classes tried to find his tutor's email online only to find his obituary instead <laughs> <laughs> i really should email the professor about that paper that i'm struggling with <laughs> oh he's dead okay so well how to work a seance so the guy died like two years ago but the university taking advantage of like people working from home and over zoom took his pre-recorded lectures and just streamed them to the students (laughs) (laughs) they've just got his likeness they just oh yeah he still works here yeah 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 it's like, and they're like, it's weird that he never answers our questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my report card is pretty uh, mad-libbed. Yeah. You know, like my uh, review for my for my work has always been like very generic, just with my name inserted in different places. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I guess they must have just had someone else do the marking or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird... You know, how do you approach that I guess like I mean is our teacher dead whilst watching a stream of his <laughs> yeah 
Is he dead? Are you dead, sir? You dead though, mate. Yeah. You dead. Uh, it says with COVID, all of the communication that I'm having with uh, with anyone is taking place through a screen, so it's just my knee jerk reaction to assume that they're still alive. <laughs> they're not dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially when it's meant to be a live stream and a live call, I guess. Yeah, well, they never told them it was pushed, it was posthumous or something. Yeah. It's like... Look, I mean, well, the professor's dead. Fuck it. Upload him to YouTube. <laughs> well, their, ju- their justification is that um, any work that's be- that was done on university campus, which includes the recording of these lectures, um, is property of the university and we license it for 10 years. And that's part of the contract that you just sign. And then beyond that... It stops being our work and goes on to be their work. So at that point, we don't use it anymore. But you still tell them the guy's dead. (laughs) 